Pai, and thanks for joining us for another episode of Enlightened Conversations. Each week, we invite guests to share their views on the world, work, and their personal lives in an enlightened way. Our hosts have been chosen especially to role model just how we do an enlightened conversation. This episode is produced by Michelle Lightworker and sponsored by the Lightworker Foundation. Hey everybody, it's Michelle Lightworker here and I'm coming at you live from Sydney and I have the beautiful Annalise Campbell joining me for our first episode of season three of Enlightened Conversations and um, I am going to basically fill you in a little bit on the beautiful Annalise Campbell and what she's about and then we will see her jumping in on the conversation with me very very soon so let me tell you a little bit little bit about Annalise. Annalise Campbell is the founder of Awaken and Transform and she has the foundations as a transformational therapist, a sound adventurist, I like the sound of that, a Reiki master and a and metaphysician. Hey Roel, great to see you. Annalise has a heart exploding passion to spread the words of truth as far and wide as possible about how our forgotten heritage as divine sparks of perfection are, are and how we need to harness that knowledge and energy and truth. Annalise is joining me on Enlightened Conversations because I really am intrigued by her. I would like to learn more about her. I would lo- like to learn more about her message. And I would also like to more, learn more about how, as she puts it, we operate as fractals of the grand plan. So I'm really delighted to have her joining me today. And I am definitely lo- looking forward to um, her jumping on and, and seeing where, where is she? Where are you, Annalise, darling? Let me have a look. Where are you, darling? Raul, I could, I could invite you into the conversation, but I can't see that Annalise is watching. I, I hopefully I have, um, I've started the live stream on the Enlightened Conversations public page, like I said I would. Um, Raul, am I on the, have I started it on the right page? Tell me I've started it on the right page. Oh, there she is. <laughs> my goodness there you are hello darling i'm gonna invite you in honey here i am there she is hello beautiful bringing you on camera darling <laughs> for a minute to my little drum roll drum roll Woo. <laughs> apparently here she comes we made it awesome. <laughs> hello how are you sweetheart hi I'm really fabulous. I'm Lovely. glad we were able to do this. <laughs> Me too. I, I'm I'm really super excited about um, your, you know, your journey, your passion. Actually, um, you know, I was reading your bio and I'm, I could feel it. It's palpable. Your passion. It's fabulous. Yeah. I'm. I think we share. We share that together. We share. We share that. Uh, that. Um, in, in you know that. Uh, intention for the human race to realize who they really are you know that that real stuff yeah, so I'm, I'm excited to have you awesome thank you <laughs> i love it i love it <laughs> and and um, um yeah and also i just yeah please say say what you're gonna say oh well i just want to say where my passion really comes from is from true grit and true experience of experiencing absolute horrors and then finding my way to transforming my life into a beautiful place so I do have a real passion to help people now now that I've been there yeah done that yeah yeah I I I can relate to that I mean you know for some people that know my journey they'll know that you know I I struggled with an eating disorder when I was in my 20s and um you know I um I found my my way to enlightenment and to helping others to realize they're on the path to enlightenment, whether they feel enlightened or not, doesn't really matter. But yeah. because we're all on that journey and, and um, 
you know, I think sometimes when when people are watching what we're doing and they and they and they see what we're doing, they think that perhaps we've had it easy because we're you know doing the work we're doing. And I often find that that the opposite is true: is that we've actually had had a bit of a rough trot, and um, we've we've because we've been faced with that, we've learned how to navigate that um, and to connect with with our with who we really are because of that, not not because, you know because we're just popped out of the womb going, I'm enlightened and I know who I am. No, I get quite a few people actually coming along looking at me saying, who do you think you are to teach me when really they just don't understand that journey that I've been through. So we've definitely got to go to the depths of despair to really appreciate that love and light that we are and to understand the whole journey. But something that is important to me to teach people right now that it is about the whole journey. It's not about... It's about the journey, not the destination. Once we reach that destination, it's all over. <laughs> the journey is the fun yeah, well, part. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess from my point of view, I, I mean, before I met my husband, um, I was talking to a girlfriend and we, we've been married now. We've been together for like 11 years. This is our 11th year and happily, like happily, not like a struggle relationship. And I remember saying to her, like just before I met him, I want easy, like I want an easy relationship, like I've done hard. And so for me, um, coming to a place of worthiness around um, knowing that I deserved easy and nothing less than how I really created my reality for myself, I think that that was a very powerful moment for me because yeah. up to that point in time I had struggled. And, yes, it had been, like, if you like, part of the journey. But for me the real journey began when I hit um, peace and easy and love and joy in the now every day <laughs> yeah it really yep. like I really like you, you know I can look back at it and I can reflect on it with you and say it was like all the hard stuff wasn't um a waste because we know where we are now right but at yep, the same definitely. time you know some people think it's boring you know no drama or no challenge or oh, I just be bored you know but that is so far away from the reality of actually how you actually feel when you're in that space you feel so full and so creative and so ridiculously connected to everyone and everything it's anything but boring yeah but I do like to to just let people know that there is purpose for everything so there's just purpose and everyone's got their own journey when you see people really struggling understanding that there's a purpose for that for their soul their soul's chosen that and for us now reaching this place it all has purpose to teach us at a deep soul level yeah yeah and and um everything counts everything matters and so tell me more about how we're all um you know in your in your wise words oh i would love to right (laughs) but what happened was one night i went to bed and i asked spirit i said i want to know the truth and for three days i was downloaded with just such advanced concepts of occult knowledge that um, like people were coming to my workshops that night and I was just frazzled. I could barely run a workshop because of this coming through. And eventually I I was able to piece all the pieces together. And what happened was they offered me um, a really beautiful way of viewing the universe as so what they showed me right from the moment there was the big bang of our universe and it exploded and they showed me how all the dimensions were created all at once. And about um, so what they shared with me was that the universe is the God. That's the macrocosm of um, where, where you get that saying of everything is God. Um, so the whole universe is God. And then what they showed me next was how everything fractals down So we are micro versions of the macrocosm, which means that we ourselves are God. And then it was really, really complex. So it's quite difficult to to narrow it down into the short talk. But um, so they showed (laughs) me. (laughs) Yeah, the next they showed me was the different dimensions and how that works. So. if you could imagine from that one big bang that the first explosion that went out was pure source consciousness. And then for my linear mind, they showed me it happening in different layers um, as if it was echoing out, creating these different dimensions from source and then echoing out further and further. And the further that away that got from source, the denser it became because the closer you get to source, the higher the vibrations. So it went something like light, 
sound, geometric forms, all of these different dimensions till it eventually reached us at form. But what that allowed me to see is that we are, the, everything that we are is God. It's not, it's, I felt like for a long time in my journey, I was trying to get somewhere, that I was trying to reach this place um, outside of myself. And then I come to realize that actually the whole, everything is within me. The whole universe is within me. And that whole journey is done within me. And then the next uh, aspect that, that they showed me was the hero's journey of how we come from source. Um, we come to earth. And what happens is that our soul dies on the cross. And they showed me the cross being the heart. And you've got the three chakras below and the three chakras above. And our soul came down, died at the cross and become unconscious of itself. And which means that right now, most people are God, but they're just unconscious of the fact that they are God. And that the whole journey of us rediscovering ourselves is to rise back up and to ascend through ourselves, finding our crusted consciousness, awakening to the God within and becoming self-realized as the wholeness of our being. But it's so much more compl complex than that. That's just like the shortest that I can kind of make that for you today mm. of yeah. that theory does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah? it totally does. Yeah, it totally does, I think, um, because it's sort of like almost like going to sleep. Like, you know, at night time we all go to sleep. And yep. um, it's almost like a death because, like, we're gone. Oh, yeah. You know? Like, yeah, we forget. Like, oh, that just happened every night. Like, every night we do yep. that, right? But it's true. Um, we kind of have a mini death every night. We go to sleep forget who we are because we're asleep. Um, we wake up and yeah. remember who we are. Um, and it's yeah. kind of like that, but on an initiation level and uh, yeah. on a more conscious level. Yeah. But it's, it's kind of interesting that whole journey, isn't it, to enlightenment because we don't realize we're on the journey to enlightenment. That's part of the journey. Um, yeah. We don't realize we've forgotten. We, we don't Just realize really that we've forgotten yeah. ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, um, that's, that's where I'm really passionate Um I think, you know, and I, I think we both share that view. Right? That's what excites me about talking to you um, because <laughs> when we, um, when more of us wake up to that, um, we start to see each other, all of us, as not um, bad people um, doing bad things, um, but we, we, more, we more step They're out just of unconscious. that whole paradigm. Yeah, yeah that whole yep. paradigm just goes, instead of, you know, tuning on to the news, right? And yeah. And especially this is helpful for empaths because, you know, empaths will tune onto the news and they will immediately kind of recoil in horror um, because they're immediately taking on the energies perhaps of the, you know, not only people in trauma but also perhaps the people that are doing the trauma and they start to take on the energy of all that. And, and, and um, I think that uh, layer of... Um, uh, what I would call an invitation to learn more about stepping into compassion. Empaths mm. can step more into compassion for yeah. people's unconsciousness rather than judge yeah, them. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. But yeah, that that is here, right? That is definitely here because that's 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 heart chakra consciousness. And I think that there are some people that that have realize their sensitive empath abilities and also made that jump and able to do that not only for yeah. human beings but i mean for unconscious beings so that you yeah. know the whole planet really um so um, that, that includes metaphysical beings that are quite that are working to increase unconsciousness because that's their job for whatever reason yeah. an entity or that's all it is you know, as well is that we're just trying yeah. to increase that consciousness yeah yeah exactly can i share with you the yeah. next the next key to that so that's like kind of like the grand Please. plan of how everything is and then what they yep. shared with me was the levels of consciousness like that you're talking about that people are at. And they showed that to me through the chakra system, that there's the different yep. cosmic fractals of the universe that you can actually find all the dimensions within yourself. So within each chakra, you've got each dimension. And most people are still living from that solar plexus, the third dimension, which is just I am completely self-absorbed, which is still cut off from source. Yep. And what they've shared with me is that right now people are making the shift from 3D to 5D consciousness and 5D is found up in the throat. And in order to do that, you're having to pass through the heart. And if you could imagine these three lower chakras being the, 
being dark, being the yang energy of the unconscious mind. And then these three higher chakras being that yin energy of the consciousness of God. What's happening at the heart is there's a big battle that happens as these two energies clash. And your ego is like, I don't want to wake up. Because in order to wake up, you're going to have to, um, all, all the pain stored in that heart, all your belief structures, all of your past hurts from family, friends. It's the collective consciousness of pain for me. Like, I spent a lot of my time teaching people to get into their hearts. And then after this experience, it was like, no, we actually need to transcend that heart in order to reach that in uh, the ascended heart, which is, and then once you get to that fifth dimension, you're fine. You can see things from a clear perspective of no fear. Yeah, so that's what they kind of showed me I is that the light that. comes down and shines a light on all our darkness and the ego doesn't want to. So there's a big battle that happens here for people. And that's what we're going through right now, collectively shifting through that. Mm. Yeah. Thank you, because um, well, I, I'll just give you a little insight into what I learned about the chakras when I was channeling level six of the Lightworker Practitioner Training. I yeah. had no idea. I just had no idea what I was going to encounter when I was doing that. And what I was shown was that every single chakra is a universe to itself. Yeah. And we have these <laughs> portals. Yeah. We have these por like portals to these universes and they each have, you're right, like a level of consciousness. But yeah. not only that, but they actually, um, uh, it's like they're intelligent, but they're, it's our job to um, help, to A, to lock into them, like to be willing to plug into what's already there, right? Um, to mm. unlock the consciousness that is really powerful, Um like amazing power in each and every one of them incredible yeah. but yeah in order to get to that we have to clear away some stuff to get to get to them so that's yeah what, yeah what people are afraid of right like i, I don't want to have to yeah. deal um yeah. but yeah uh it, it it is actually um the if you like pot at the end of the rainbow the the treasure at the end of the rainbow anyway that's number one number two is that, and this was really, I mean, it sounds so obvious now, and people going, yeah, yeah, what is, which I'm fine with, guys. <laughs> if you know this, oh, I honour you. I, I, I am so happy if you know this. <laughs> Fabulous. Yes, please shout it from the rooftops with everybody. Um, but the other thing that was absolutely amazing that I learned was that they actually want to communicate and um, with each other. So oh, there yeah. are these, uh, yeah. So like yeah. what exam great example with, with what you were just describing around the heart, right? Um, when I had people, and we used to, like, we've, we've done lots of different ways you can do this, right? But we had actually, like, this is kind of cute. We had, like, pillows on the floor in different colors of the chakras. And so what would happen is we'd have, like, a voice dialogue session. So people would actually step into, say, their heart chakra. And the heart chakra would be checking, like, doing an assessment of all the other chakras and how connected it was and how each of the other chakras, because its whole role was around connection, that, that was the, yeah. like, consciousness, right? Uh, yeah. Unity consciousness. Um, and it was, like, checking in with, uh, okay, how, how is the base chakra, for instance, like you were talking about safety and security, how yeah. safe? do I feel in connecting with other people? And, yeah. um, and so it was like, yeah, having this real insight, it blew my mind as to how much <laughs> insight came from that simple session of doing an yeah. assessment. We, we did it for 12, like eight weeks on one chakra a week. So we did. Uh, oh, we're doing that right now. Food. Are you really? Yeah. Oh my God. That's amazing. <laughs> Seven week series. <laughs> we're starting this way we though. Chakras too. You did oh, the ear cool. chakras too, because I'm I'm highly clear audience, so I couldn't leave yep. the ear chakras out. I like the you know the ear chakras. I found um, people were getting so much information about like listening to their chakras from having the ear chakra involved with connecting and doing an assessment of all the other chakras and how they were operating. Yeah, yeah, so, definitely. Yeah, there's, there's so much to learn. Like I just. I'm only just beginning my journey and they've given me this beautiful gift of understanding and it's offered me compassion. Now, when I see people mm. that are at a lower consciousness and it's not that, yeah. that, you know, that's their journey. And when I see them there, I understand that that's their journey and they're just on. And I, I love to call it the hero's journey because when we return, we're like heroes because we've been to the nice. ultimate, um, as far away from source as we can possibly go into the unconscious yeah. realm. 
And on our way back, it's like this big glorious celebration and spirit is there on that other side of the veil, just, yeah, <laughs> she finally <laughs> yeah. figured it out. <laughs> I love yeah. it. I love it. Um, I, I also, I, um, I was just getting it, like as you were talking, I was just getting a little download about how, you know, some people, um, there's this sort of flip side of um, stepping into spirituality where, you know, when you become conscious, you're like, so... I know this happened for me. It was so bad. I remember even going, oh, stop. But when I started to become more conscious, I would start to judge people for being unconscious. And I'd be like, in my, I couldn't stop. I was like, oh, you're so unconscious. And I'd be doing this sort of oh, like, really? la, 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 around how unconscious <laughs> people were. And I'd be, yeah, and I'd be like, oh. Oh, oh okay. Oh. No, I've never done that because I, mean, I used to be yeah. that bad. Can't judge them because I was yeah. worse. Okay. <laughs> I was just like, this is like in my 20s. I'm like going, stop yeah. Michelle stop and and I, I couldn't stop because I was just so conscious of all the things that weren't conscious um but yeah. what I have found is that that uh, we overcome that when we step from crown chakra consciousness which can be quite corrupted with ego and um what is it like that word spiritual elitism almost right. like oh I, yeah. you know spiritual arrogance and um you know, uh, I'm, you know, brown nosing spiritually, you know, I'm more spiritual than you. You're not spiritual enough. You know, that kind of <laughs> That's stuff. funny. We, no one's saying yeah. it, right? But it's like, it's yeah. still happening. Like people will do that in the spiritual community because they think their way is the highway or, you know, yeah. oh, they let more than you or it's really quite infantile. It's not connected yeah. to, to real, you know, um, truth um, yeah. of being our perfect selves, divine sparks as you describe it. Um, but, uh, you know, the other thing is, is that, you know, we can fall into the trap of, uh, caretaking. Yeah. Cause we think, oh, you need to be rescued. You know, you're, you're not conscious enough. You need yeah. to be rescued. Let me come in and grab exactly. you and, and pull you. And I think that that's very unconscious as well. Um, because again, everybody is on their perfect journey, right? Yeah. I think my epiphany really helped me with that showing that we are all one. So I can't be any better than anyone else. But what I tell people is like, yes, I am amazing, but so are you. <laughs> so it's like you have to have <laughs> that really high confidence and um, feel really great about yourself, which isn't coming from the ego. For me, the only time it's from the ego is if I'm better than you. And it's never like that. Yeah. It's like, I, I'm awesome. But, you know, you're so yes. awesome in your own way too. And I've got all these groups of ladies coming to see me. And I love that I can mm. sit there and see a gift in each and every one of them because their yep. own uh, vibration and reflection of God that they shine back at me is just perfect mm -hmm. and so full of yep. whatever they've got that I don't have, which doesn't make anyone mm -hmm. any better. And me being in that state of mind now means that I receive a gift in every encounter that I encounter with people. I'm getting their gift instead of judging or feeling bad about myself. It's like you have a gift of God to you know, offer me. I can find God through you. And that love of mm. spirit through you as you offer me your attention and your divine insight into your perception. What a gift. And even I with my that. children. Yeah. I love that. I love that. That's really <laughs> awesome. It, it does create an openness, doesn't it? And an, an, an yeah. um, invitation for us to go, oh, what am I meant to learn from this person? Because, yeah. uh, you know, it, it, Definitely. If, if, if we are all fractals of you know source which i believe we are yep. too and at least we totally do yeah um i feel like then the opportunity is there whenever we have uh, a, an interaction with someone to be open to what um what amount of their source energy is flowing through them that needs to come to us and what amount of our source energy is flowing to them that needs to come to them in terms of the I guess you could say the the um, lesson or education or whatever yeah, it is. Just experience. Just, yeah, just trusting it. Yep. Yeah, just trusting this. Um, yeah. And that's what I love that. And that's I, I, I think it's a cool way to work too. I love working like that. I like, you know, yep. people come to me and they say, oh, I want you to, oh, I'd be interested to, you know, for you to produce a show or what have you. Um, what do you need? And I'll be, honestly, this yeah. is how I am. I'm like, okay, let's see what does spirit want here and what is it trying to be born this is where my head is it's not like what do we need it's like yeah. actually what needs to be needs to be birthed what is coming or through expressed. you are you feeling yeah. cold are you feeling cold right now you know, yeah. to speak about something are you passionate about something it's more yeah. about yeah that openness of working it really does relate to um you're getting the best really i think out of everyone can I share something on that note? I've just read an amazing yes. book and I've 
learned a beautiful gift that's going to stay with me forever. And what Mm -hmm. it was is that it shared that all disease comes from the soul wishing to express itself, but the ego getting in the way. So now I'm going to start working with people asking, what is it? If there was no fear there, because the ego was the fear, if there was no fear there, what is it that you would like to experience or express? Or even me doing this with you right now is my soul is wanting to express that. If my ego got in the way, I would have (laughs) said, no, I can't do it. Yeah. So all disease in your body comes because source light is wanting to show something out to the world and you're holding back. Yeah. I love that. (laughs) I do love that. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? You know how we were just talking before about the chakras and how they communicate to all the other chakras and things like that? So then for me, the first thing I'm getting is expression comes from your throat chakra. It's the ability to want to express. And so it would be around the throat chakra energy. Um, Something's disrupting it. So therefore, the other... Can I share something with that when you're done? Like a flow. So yeah, out sure. of that book I was just reading is that from the throat chakra, it's actually connected to the sacral chakra. So if the flows are disrupted, it's because there's, there's creative energy there and then it comes through out of the throat. So it can either be the throat or the sacral. I felt, oh, this book is so amazing. Just learning. It's, a, it's called yeah. occult, occult Healing. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Lovely. I love that. But yeah, if you could imagine sense, there's, there's a little, there's a light right in the center of each chakra. So each of your chakras is expressing yep. something, not just the throat. Each of those chakras is wanting to express something. Everyone. And there's a blockage totally. there. That's just our fear mm-hmm. of, or yep. hurt or pain or something of the ego that's preventing you from living in your truth. Yeah. I love that. You know, and I, I guess, yeah, I mean, I, I have layers of, um, ego that comes up and um you know like for instance um I don't know I think I've been a pretty organized person in my life you know like to to be had to be sort of to be feel safe um and that is how I managed my my fear so I would be very very proactive in planning everything down to the last little detail you know and so kind of like this is the epitome of me um letting go like I'm sitting you know, on the floor, you know. Here, <laughs> Me too. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, sitting on the floor in my mum's house in Sydney because I've had to come down here to tend to business to help her and things. Um, and, you know, I didn't know. Um, I just bought a like a $10 mobile phone kind of car thing that I've stuck on the table that you can probably see, like uh, you probably see like there. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, I bought that like an hour and Very a half ago. I really trusted spirit to just guide me and say, well, you know, what am I meant to do? How am I meant to do this? I mean, I even bought, here's, a, here's a, another practical example. I even bought some um, Verve because um, these ones, this, this, this particular ear, thing isn't yeah. working and I, I bought I bought these and they didn't work and you know and I just went you know what I'll just put the just old ones it. in and you know just use yeah. them and and have a dodgy yeah. ear I don't mind or I'll just or I just won't use anything my mum's internet's not working so I'm operating off my phone's um, internet hoping fingers crossed it'll be enough so I guess but I mean the joy of of being with you of of, yeah. of sharing of sharing the bigger message and I think one of the bigger messages is what we're saying is that you know get beyond the fear so that the message yep. can be heard 100%. loud and clear you don't even yep. know can I just say not you personally I mean to people out there you don't even know how big and how loud your message is um, until you actually plug into it and do it like yep. you know some people think I, I, I need to I need to be clear on my message and I need to that's bullshit your message will get clearer when you step forward into your message. It yep. will form itself because the power of spirit behind your message comes through. Would you agree with that, Annalise? Oh, I would completely agree with it, that. So forward. when I first started, mm. I stood in front of my first crowd. I was an absolute wreck, shaking, just, hi, my name's Annalise. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> had a really small message of just of my journey. This was before my big epiphany. And it's, I am teaching people often that fake it till you make it. I'm going to tell you that there is a light inside of you that wants to express joy and happiness. And if you don't believe me, fake it, just Mm. do it and see what happens from that with the power of um, 
receptivity or the power of um oh what's it called when you send something out and it comes back if you don't Intention. believe it yeah or um there's this other one oh, attraction attraction oh um, yeah if you, everything that we do just do it just try yeah. it you've got nothing to lose just shine your light as far and wide as you can smile at people and watch as love rebounds back to you. I'm teaching healers at the moment and it's got so much to do with just allowing it and just doing it. And even yeah. with me as a healer on my healer's journey, it's just fake it. <laughs> but you're not faking and it. It's about faking it leap of faith. Yeah, I, I think it's kind of interesting you just said leap of faith because every time you said fake it till you make it, I heard faith it till you make it. Oh, beautiful. So That's fa- probably better. Yeah, yeah faith it. Because... <laughs> faith it because it's like you're being authentic um in your level of i don't know which is fine um i don't profess to know everything and i never have in fact when i was getting the lightworker practitioner training channeled through to me in 2005 i was i was told by spirit um advertise in the paper um get everybody in the room and then we'll tell you what we want to tell everybody and it was the complete opposite to um, me trying to be in control. It was like the, the other way around. And I believe hero's journey is about being, whoa, if I've, I've got, hang on, I'll try to get you back in, honey. What happened there? Bring you up. I think a lot of the hero's journey is um, actually walking in faith for a time and turning up and not knowing what's going to happen and just doing it anyway and that kind of helped i think that builds our uh, connection with spirit actually being in that level of faith i'm just going to check to see if i can get you back in because it said it was adding you and then it didn't add you and then you popped oh, up sorry to be added again oh there you are darling no that's All fine right. i'm not sure if you just heard what i said because i know you were, no. you were kind of trying to come in but i was i was just saying I think a lot of the hero's journey is about walking in faith for a time and yeah. it, it builds that connection. It actually does build that connection. So if say, for instance, we have trust issues, then the thing that we need to do is turn up and, and trust that, that those words will come through at the right, and they will be the right words or turn up and write and the words, the right words will come through or turn up and paint, turn up and draw, turn up and make movies, turn up and take photos, whatever it is that, helps us to connect with spirit in a creative fashion, in an expressive fashion, in a way that we feel like we're receiving spirit. Turn up and just do yeah. it and then build that connection. Don't worry about the result. Don't worry about, like you said, don't worry about the, the destination. Just just walk the path, walk the journey, practice the faith. It's like a muscle, isn't it? It's like a muscle. Yeah. If you were to think like knowing that the most important that you are God, experiencing yourself through yourself, so the whole universe is God and you're an aspect of that, then you can ask yourself, what is it that I want to create? I am a divine creator. What is it that I want to create? And then I take people through a process of if you were to receive that creation, um, what would that provide for you? So if someone wanted, I don't know, a new job, what would that provide for you? And then taking that a step further and you'll eventually find that what you're truly wanting to create is that expression of light and joy and love. And we're searching for that outside ourselves with all the little things that we do create and what I try to teach in my group is that you are whole and complete just as you are and now you're free to create whatever it is that you wish and have faith mm-hmm. that it's all perfect for me the hero's journey is is the whole the whole picture it's a lot of people just focus on the light or like some people just like to focus on the dark for me it's about integrating the whole yeah, yeah the whole everything yeah, totally <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I, I, I mean, I, I, I feel that everything is important. Everything is necessary. Yeah. Everything serves our awakening. Um, or even, so, even in the collective. Yeah. Um, when, believe- when you look at all the bad things that are happening on our planet right now, it, actually, that's an interesting point. So, if you were to look at the fractals, and that we can go back to that fractal idea, how we are smaller fractals of the whole, you can see the whole story of our human race's consciousness written in the stars. You could um, trace the stars back and actually see how, how our consciousness was always going to fall and was always going to come back up and rise again. And we're pretty much just playing out that story that's written in the stars. There's nothing that we could have done to have avoided that. We come through to experience mm-hmm. that, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, totally. Well, when I was when I was studying Steiner education back in my nineteen nineties, I'll say nineteen hundreds, um, the nineteen nineties. <laughs> was that bad? It's all right. Uh, I was born then. Was That's okay. Another incarnation. <laughs> um, we learned about the evolution of consciousness, yeah. and we learned about the you know these different epochs, and um, and and how like in 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 ancient Indian times. You know, it's like you, you you start here and you're at the top of the bathtub, and then, and and at the top of the bathtub, it's like spirituality, but really not conscious of spirituality. But there's instant like manifestation of the physical because there's non consciousness of the spiritual because it just happens. So it's it's really um, uh, the descent of going through ancient India, and then we we've got um, the Greek, then you've got the ancient Egyptian times. Persian, so you could Persian, watch the cycles Islam, of you... consciousness. Is that what you're saying? You yeah, it. you can see it. It's yeah. like a bathtub. It's like a bathtub. So you get Indian. You got then you got Persians, and they were the first farmers, and it became more physical. Then you got the ancient Egyptians, yeah. and it was all about. It was so physical that they like buried their dead with gifts. Yeah, you know, it was so physical that they created temples to put their. They believed that the actual physical body that's here would be able to live in the afterlife the way it is you know that's why they mummified them oh, okay. like fascinating stuff their consciousness became more physical in their connection to spirit so you could say that you've got spirit up here and you've got matter here yeah and then the bottom of the bathtub was the greco-roman time right. when christ totally lost christ impulse, yeah down here everybody had their descent into the the, the, the biggest descent into matter but that's yep. when the light yeah, the hero's journey. The light came through, and now we're on the. Here we are. Yep, that's all right. Yep. And now we're on the. And I tell everyone in my group. All the way up. We're, we're becoming conscious. Yep. I tell everyone in my group that we've got golden tickets because we've come in right at that peak moment where we're just going to take off into who knows what. And we're, <laughs> you know, all of the badness <laughs> is left behind us. We're just kind of sweeping the way now. Mm. We've got golden tickets into the golden age. I try oh to get God. people really excited about that. Yeah. They're a bit hard to get yeah. excited. But. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I, I know it's it's a bit hard when you've got your 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 feet in the mud to, yeah. to get excited. Yeah, my about, husband calls it the sludge. It is, it is tough. Yeah, I've got a lot of people who like. For me, I find it really easy because I feel like this is my first lifetime here. That I'm a starseed from Andromeda, um, mm -hmm. and people have had lifetimes mm -hmm. and lifetimes and lifetimes of heartache. And I've kind of come here like, come on, guys, it's time for the golden age. Let's get going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Leave all that business yeah, behind. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. So it's quite hard yeah. for some people to make But um, that, you but... mentioned something, you mentioned something really interesting there, Annalise, yeah. because um, I know for me when, when I was studying my holistic counselling diploma, my advanced diploma in holistic counselling, and we did like a lot of past life yeah. stuff. And I had so many, oh, my God, I had so many past lives that I was killed. And um, <laughs> that's how I ended, I was ended, my life was ended in death of being killed by someone. So it was, it was very traumatic for me working through my lifetimes, actually. Yep. Um, I think one of my biggest, that's probably why I had big, tra I had, I, I won't say have because I don't have anymore. That's why I had such big trust issues with spirit. Yep. Um, how the hell can I trust some? spirit or god or whatever you want to call it if i'm being snuffed out every lifetime like what the hell you know so for me it was really walking the path of understanding i had things i had to learn from being snuffed out at that moment in time yep. to um you know to build my faith yep. in this lifetime but what you mentioned there was really interesting Annalise, because there are people when we talk about past lives yeah who don't resonate no, with that, I don't. and i wonder whether or not they're Mm. Yeah, I have it all the time. I wonder time. whether or not that is. <laughs> mm. For me, uh, isn't that great? Uh, it's so good. What a great learning. But so, what happened with me yeah, with like my that. life is that for the first 10, 20 years, it was absolute turmoil. It was so hard. I went through every mm. abuse you could possibly think of. But that's because everyone else mm. had like 20 lifetimes worth. <laughs> I, yeah, I had to get it all done. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh. 
actually that's a good one to remember for like people to remember when they see people's life stories that are really 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 hard yeah. that that could be it. is it okay i gotta condense a lot into a short period of time yeah, here that was totally like it was like a <laughs> big roller coaster train wreck ride but now that i've cleared all wow. that i don't have lots of lifetimes to try and clear it's like i'm free now i'm sovereign i'm that's nothing cool. can kind of touch mm-hmm. me anymore yeah yeah really hard for 15 that's beautiful. years um yeah yeah now. it sounds it i can feel it like woo yeah yeah but yeah. i'm working with lots of people I, I, I like that though i'm working with lots of people that have got I, I, so much past life stuff that i just can't even resonate yeah. with I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yeah and it's interesting too how past life well, things can happen in the body and create dysfunction in your yeah. body from past lives i find that really fascinating mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. We call them imprints yeah. like yin or yang imprints. Like if um, like great example for people just so that if you don't understand what I mean by that, just in case um, I'll give you an example. So like a yin, a yin imprint might be um, some like when, when we, when we go through trauma or anything, hi Bunty, I'm just on the live stream. When we go through um, uh, trauma or anything like that, we usually hold our breath like this mm. and it usually gets stored somewhere in the body. The actual cellular memory of what we're going through, actually the whole package right. in its whole form gets stored in the body. So the minute that's why body works so cool yeah. because you can actually go into the part of the body and unlock it and go, oh, what happened there? Yeah. And what was the story? And a, a yin, yin imprint is where it's a, it's like a... Uh, uh, emptiness like an abandonment if we were deserted or abandoned or we felt like a deep 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 darkness of um depression where we're in a lot of grief and there wasn't anyone around and we just felt like alone and so a yin imprint they're very cold they're actually very cold in the body Mm. and so often feel very empty and when people go in them they actually don't um sometimes i don't see a lot it's been an an interesting phenomena for me on taking people through that they'll just go it's Mm. really dark it's just dark is it are you, okay? You kind of know, like it's dark. Okay, it's dark. Mm. It's empty. It's cold. Yes. Okay. <laughs> we kind of got the picture here that what's going on. Um, and then you've got your your yang imprints, and your yang imprints are the hot, abusive, yeah. you know, sexual abuse, um, verbal oh, abuse, wow. um, actual physical abuse, um, mental abuse, spiritual abuse, psychic attack, all that kind of stuff. Mm. And and so they're hot and feel disgusting usually they just especially feel there was some sexual abuse because it's like it's almost like that person's energy is caught in the imprint as well the, the abuser's energy so it's not even your energy yeah and they can often feel very overwhelming yeah yeah and disgusting and people don't want to go there and rightly so because it's actually quite toxic yeah but if they knew how easy it was to clear yeah. it then they would want to go there because it's i want to get that out yeah. of me because that's going to create disease it's going to create you know um stagnation so what really helped me understand that is that the light of consciousness wherever light is darkness just can't be the the light of your consciousness the light of god would when you think of a light shining into the darkness it instantly dissipates mm-hmm. yeah so we've got nothing to fear yeah really. and that's how we work with them usually that's exactly right we'll usually call on you know what is it at that moment that you didn't receive that you needed like for those yin imprints what was it that you really really needed in that moment and we actually right invoke that. It. We invoke awesome. that vibration yeah. yeah we do we fill it up like it's not empty yep. anymore um and then for the yang ones we clear it so if someone's toxic, toxic energy is in there or any residual stuff you've got we express that out whether that is through drawing or um voice work or whatever it is we just get it out and then usually but what we usually find and this is interesting going back to the law of attraction stuff so you you know usually find that under the yang imprint is usually a yin imprint yeah a need right and because there's a need there's an imbalance and so therefore the person's actually attracted the yang the abusive behavior to fill the need and it's inappropriate And that's why when we clear these kind of things, it usually stops the cycle of abuse because we're empowered. Yep. We're not actually attracting that abuser anymore. And that's the holistic nature of this work, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Like, what's, <laughs> it's like you can't blame the abuser for you, when you had the yin imprint in the in the first place that you need. Yep, to you fill that seeking, with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and there's I do. A, that's really fascinating. There. Awesome. Yeah. It is, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, 
Tell me more about Awaken and Trance. All right. I'm excited to learn more about So that. I've moved here from New Zealand. I've been here about a year and a half and I've um, been running weekly groups um, for women and a few men. <laughs> There's a few men there that come along. Um, Great. And it's just it's fabulous. I just, my, I want to empower people to transform their lives. I want to empower people to know that they're beautiful, that they're worthwhile, that they can conquer their dreams, that they don't need to live in fear, that they can yeah. be spiritually um, in alignment with source, that they can find their true purpose yeah. uh, and find their sovereignty as well, that they don't need to look outside themselves for anything. Um, that everything that they could possibly desire is within them. And then, and then from there, what do I want to create? Um, I do all sorts in my groups. Um, I'm a sound therapist where I play music and I mix together about 10 different tracks of music together to make this adventure of sound that I take people through while I play these crystal bowls. Um, I've started on my healer's Love journey. That. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. I just there's just all these different facets to what I'm kind of doing. I've got my music, I've got the groups, and then I'm also doing one-on-one healings where I'm learning so much more. Um, and I'm writing a book too, just heaps, heaps and heaps. And I've just started yep. doing essential oils. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yep. And it all kind of it comes it all comes together, doesn't it? Yeah, and, it does. And the the here. The Hero's Journey, is that the book you're writing now? Yep, that is, The Hero's Journey. It's just about uh, wanting people to understand the ascension process that we're on right now and why so many people are finding it so difficult yep. and to find compassion for others. And yep. and, to, and with that, like if you can truly get the gift of that teaching, you'll understand that you are God. You'll understand the whole universe mm -hmm. um, through that simple teaching. And it's like, and you can look back at all of these ancient teachings of occult wisdom and the way that they've given it to me is like the dummy version, like really simple. That makes <laughs> lots of sense. But then at the same time, it doesn't make sense because <laughs> it's not a linear concept at all. Um, it, like yeah. everything is happening right now. There's no past, present or future. It's just in this moment. Where are yeah. you? Where is your consciousness? And, and where do you want to be? Because um, a lot of people, they don't want to wake up yet, and that's actually okay. Eventually, it will happen. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think as part of our journey to awakening, we need those people not to be awake at certain points to help us to awake. So uh, that's another non-judgmental aspect. I think I look at other people's roles that they play yep. um, in, in the ascension process, in our ascension process, that there's been activators and triggers and protagonists yeah. and instigators of whatever it is, abuse or whatever it is to assist and facilitate us a, a process that we can then awaken yeah. into. So then it takes the judgment out of, oh, that person, you know, they did this and, you know, yeah. they murdered eight people, they're bad person. And it's actually, well, how do we know? God, yeah. we don't even know what we contracted. That person might be, might be a freaking saint in one lifetime yeah. that they've had to take this role on this lifetime because they're the only person that they could do it yeah. because they, they understood that. the bigger picture. One, I did a whole yeah, class they, teaching they people about that and when like, so spirit showed me mm -hmm. in um, Asian culture, if you were to break a bowl, they would not throw it away. They would fix it with gold. So then this bowl actually become more beautiful than before. And what they showed me is that when a soul or a spirit gets hurt, we break but that actually makes us more beautiful. And they, uh, I often use the quote that um, if you haven't never been skydiving, you could completely understand the concept of what skydiving was, but you'd never truly understand it. You, you'd actually have to experience mm. jumping out of that plane and free falling to truly say, I know what that is. So here on earth, we can mm. say, I know what that feels like. Not, not have the conceptual idea of, oh, I see that and I see what you're going through, but to have a real knowing of both darkness and you can't know light unless you know darkness. I meet people who have had an incredibly beautiful life, um, being privileged in every way with very few hurts, who don't appreciate what they have. They don't truly enjoy the light that they are. And I see people who have been through absolute turmoil and now just the little things like just having dinner with friends the joy that is in their heart and the appreciation that they find through that yeah. so I don't know where I was going with yeah. that <laughs> yeah oh that's okay it's important I'm feeling it though I, think it's important. I was recently sat down it is I recently sat down with this 
uh, guy who's a sand artist um, and he was sharing with me. I, I, I saw his sand, like mandalas on the sand when as, as I was walking along. I thought, gee, wow, these are awesome. And they just wash away, you know, like in, you know, an hour or two when the tide comes. I'm thinking, oh, my God. Anyway, I finally got around to talking to him. And when, he, when I was talking to him, uh, I, he, he mentioned to me that he had, I had no idea, but he had gone through this whole thing about a few years back where he had actually been king hit and by, he was playing football or something and been king hit. And he was a graphic artist. And um, he had brain damage that took a while to heal. And when he got home from the hospital, tried to turn his computer on and he couldn't even remember what to do. Mm. He was a graphic artist, so his livelihood was like that. And then he said it was just like after that, like that he just never, ever, ever wanted to take anything for granted ever again. Now he's back back being a graphic artist and all that jazz. But now it's like he's doing other things just in the moment. Yeah, so it's amazing what you can learn from talking to people. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I actually had him on my show, High Vibe Hunter, um, and he does murals and he's incredible. And his name's Stephen Bodnaro, and he's lovely. Um, just couldn't believe that he, God, had that experience. All I wanted to do was check out his sand art. Like, <laughs> and then you can talk to people. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, nearly died. Yeah, I had brain damage. Oh my God, you just go, okay. Okay, well, I was picking up on something, wasn't I? Because there was like something big going on with what he was doing, yep. way bigger than just a sand mural. And I could feel it energetically. Like, you know what you're saying about putting creativity and expressing yep. into, into things? I think that the intention behind the creative, um, in, like whatever we're creating, people feel it. Yeah. They feel yep. it. Definitely. It's not just the actual finished product. Actually, I think they feel the, Your creation. the energy behind it. Yeah. No, I 100% agree with yeah. you. Even with my music, I find that if I put a lot of attention and effort and love into my music, people will be much more settled through the whole experience than if I just rush it. Because some days I've got my children and I'm just rushing. And you can actually see the difference in a whole group of people and their consciousness and reflection to the music that I've made. Could be using the exact same people. Have you got any music you can play for us? Oh, I'm not sure how to do that. Oh, they're outside. My internet won't reach out to my studio. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, that's all right. Well, actually, no, that's okay. Well, um, hold on. Be... Let's just double check. Yeah, we'll see. If I'm, we'll try. If you gra- if you break up, I'll let you. All know. right, I'll let you know. I'll, I'll take you out to my studio to show you what. It's in my garage, by the way. Cool. It's a converted garage. Yep. <laughs> okay. We're in Port Kembla. Keep the door open. I don't know if that helps. Where um, there's the ocean yep. there. And we often do oh, art, nice. art right out on the cliff making, because we do art once a month, um, right on the ocean there. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. Oh, you're breaking up. All Might right. lose you. Well, hopefully. No, uh, we got you. We got you. Still got you. Have I broken up? Oh, I think we might, might have. Oh, no. No, you're back. You're back. Hello? Can you hear me? I can hear you. I think I can hear you. It's frozen, I think. I'm not sure. Is that upside down? Trying to reconnect. It's a bit hard to see what that is. I've got my glasses on. Right. No, I don't think it's going to work. Sorry. Unless I go that verse. Yep. I got you back, but I think it might be just a little bit too far. (laughs) All right. There you are. We'll have to. Can you see me now? I can see you now. Oh, right. Here we go. I've tried. I put it on my phone and the internet. So this is our studio that we've got. Oh, that's a good idea. It's a, it's a good idea. It's a little bit messy. Mm-hmm. But we've got the bowls and crystals. Right. And, yeah, so this is where we are once a week on a Friday. Fabulous. And I'm sure you, you've done crystal mm-hmm. bowls Lovely. before. So we've got all the bowls here. These um, resonate. Oh, look, I love crystal bowls. Yeah. They're beautiful. So what I'd do is I'd create a whole um, adventure of you're music. You're upside down. Oh, right. Am I still upside down? Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Now you're right. You're right now. (laughs) So what I'd do is I'd make it. We had some flying crystal bowls. That's all right. (laughs) I would um, make a whole adventure of sound. I don't know, using drums and nature and birds and water and all sorts. Mm -hmm. 
can play my bowls. Nice. But I think something that I've learned that's amazing is that it doesn't matter what you're doing to heal yourself as long as you're doing something that's right for you. Whether it be that you'll eat well, you're working with crystals, anything to lift your vibration into those feelings of joy. Yeah. Um, people come to this yeah. group and it's not for them and that's perfectly fine as long as you find what's right for you. It, it totally is and there's no, there's no harm. Just explore people. Please um, yeah. say to yourself, you know what? I don't know what it is. And, you know, if singing bowls irritate this shit out of me, I've got to do something else. That's fine. If, if, if Michelle Lightworker's voice is like, you know, nails down, a, great, good. There's other people that are saying what I'm saying yeah. and they're saying it in the way you need to hear it. It's beautiful. Yeah. Just don't, if you, um, don't get, don't allow yourself to get put, put off by things that don't, resonate even if they're interesting or they interested you in the beginning just keep looking yeah. it's a bit like dory just keep swimming just keep swimming yeah. just keep swimming because you'll find what you need and and you have to be open in order to find it yeah. that's the thing you do have to be open because it's it you know spirit was not going to interfere with free will oh no 100 percent. another mate i've had all these epiphanies just recently another one that's really helped me is um i've started working with the soul ray colors i'm not sure if you know much about those mm -hmm. but what they've taught me is that each each person comes down on a different soul ray or they've got a soul ray color um and that there is their pathway back to god back to div the divine truth so okay. i've got people that so then that's great. Well, it just means that there's all these different paths. So I've got what, like people that come through, maybe they're on a pink ray, which means that it's all about faith. And that allowed me to understand religion mm -hmm. and to see all those people in church. Mm -hmm. And that's not for me, you know, that I'm not on that ray of faith and that's yeah. fine. But for them, it's actually okay. I can allow them to be, to have that, um, that path back to the God that they are. For me, I believe that my soul ray is, yep. is the blue ray of wisdom. So I needed to have all of this higher understanding to find my way back to my truth. Um, for other people, like my, my yep. children, I've got um, one, one of my son who come through on the orange ray and it's all about joy. It's like, if he can make yeah. you smile, he's found God. <laughs> and then I've got an, my other son who's on that ray of the green ray, which is all about connection and about balance. So if he can find that connection, whether it be through nature or through people, he's found his way back to that divine truth. Every, I think it's important to know on that enlightening path that you don't need to be doing yoga. You don't need to be doing bowls. You just need to find your own way back to the love that you are and to be able to express that freely and you'll find your ascension process. Yes. I, it's so it's so good to be able to hear you say that. Just honour your thing. Honour it. Yeah. Honour your thing. Have you got insight? Have you got some insight into other people's rays? I do. Your own psychic ability? So when people come um, to see me. Have you got insight on mine? I haven't done it over the phone, but I could try. Um, usually when people come to see yeah, me for a one-on-one -on -one healing, it comes through. Yeah, I'm getting that orange wave ray for you as well. So everyone on earth has five rays that govern them. Um, you've got your soul ray, your personality ray. Your, uh, it's really complex. Um, but for me, I've just started asking for people's soul ray color because that's their pathway back to spirit. Um, for me, I'm, their, for you, yeah. I'm getting the, the orange and purple. Um, like So my husband's purple, which is ceremonial magic. So he finds his way back through magic, through those experiences of like just seeing synchronicity and yeah. So for you, I see that orange and purple. Have you explored that yourself? I no, right. I haven't. And but I totally, I totally resonate with what you're saying because for me, the orange it's creative, is, creativity I, as well. I actually say to people too. I say like, if it's not fun, like, yeah. Oh, there you model. go. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> so it's like. I mean, I've come from super serious, like freaking, you know, yeah. anorexic, almost dying at, from my perfectionism to 
going, actually, if you can't just enjoy this whole process of being human, what we, yeah, what's the point? Don't, don't put your, I mean, but then again, hearing what you're saying um, is that, well, there's a lot of point there. Okay. Okay. I get it. Cause someone else might have a different ray. Um, So then it puts me in the humility box on my own orange ray, which I think is a really good thing. (laughs) (laughs) And I like to see it like a rainbow. And we're all descending and we're all equal. Mm. So no one's better than anyone else. We're just all on a different color string coming through. And you can actually start to work with those rays in your your world, like whatever it is that you need. I call upon that ray. And then um, each of those rays are connected to different angelic beings. And it's something that I've started to play with the idea is that we've actually just named these rays as these angelic beings, that mm-hmm. it's our own way of allowing their vibration and their gift to like, so for the blue ray would be the will of God. And we've come to name that Archangel Michael, but perhaps it's just that, oh, that you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> That's us yeah. creating that oh, personality. It makes a lot of sense to me because Archangel Michael's my right-hand man. And so for me that um, in order to express my joy, like, you know, the throat chakra and the expression is really important for me. Yeah. Um, I, I I would have to say that a lot of my life I was really blocked from speaking and it's only in my later years that I've been able to. Oh, you're doing well now. Ability to speak. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't feel like there's any wall between myself and other people yep. now. So my heart chakra is helping my throat chakra to feel a connection. I think that's probably why I'm a good producer now because I can help people transcend the camera and not think about the camera. Just think about the connection. Yeah. Just think about the people. Just think about the message. Don't worry about the camera. Yeah. It's not even there. You know, it's 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 just not even there. You're talking to people. You're talking to everybody. You're talking to your brothers and your sisters and your family. You're talking to people that um, have contracted with you to be heard, to be activated. You're talking with, you know, just get beyond that. Get beyond the. Okay, I can do that now, but only because yeah, because I've walked the path. Yeah, what I've walked for sure. So where can people find you? Let's let's make. Where sure can we people find me? Before we run out of time. Right. So I've got a Facebook page. Yep. That's pretty much my main. Yeah, I don't like to do too much. It's um, called Awaken and Transform on Facebook. And I just put heaps of stuff up on there. And if you're in the area, I'd love for you to come along and join our little group sessions. Or even if you wanted to come and explore healing. Yeah, I'm around and I'm happy to meet anyone pretty much. Beautiful. Well, it's really awesome sharing space with you, sharing our uh, divine connection with spirit together. Thank you for joining me in Enlightened Conversations. And I'm, I'm looking forward to speaking further with you and, and finding out what you're up to. Sweetheart. Awesome. Thank you so much, Michelle. Awesome. Okay. Bye.